Runsack, Staffordshire and Cheshire, the show for news, features, reviews and all things running in your local area. Welcome to episode 17 of Runsack, Staffordshire and Cheshire. I'm Andy Vickerman. And I'm Gareth Gopley-Jones. And this is your local running news. How are you doing, mate? I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm good, yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm back home. I'm in sunny Newcastle. Uh, how are you, mate? Are you, um, you somewhere nice and sunny as well? Yeah, I'm out in Spain. I'm having a bit of a disaster of a holiday, to be honest with you, at the moment. I, I, uh, we landed all nice and safely in, in uh, Mercia Airport. And I left my bag in the uh, car hire place. And it's about maybe up to an hour down to where we were staying. And I didn't realise until we got the, went to get the keys out that I'd forgotten it. So I had to drive all the way back up to the airport and then and then back down to here. Um, so I was in the bad boots from from the from the go basically right. of our holiday. Are you still in and them? And everything else has just gone wrong since then. I went out on a bike ride this morning. Took the pool keys with me so nobody could go swimming. Um, I've scratched my brand new watch, so I've got a big chunk missing out of that. And it's just it's just been a disaster. Oh, come on, um, come on. Wi-Fi's not working, so I'm stood outside on a car park trying to talk to you. <laughs> but I've done some running and I've done some swimming and I've done some cycling, so I'm keeping active. Have you done much running? I have, yeah. I've done... Um... I was down in London. I ran around Regent's Park most mornings, except for the one morning, the last morning I was there, I'd actually run out of running socks, so I couldn't go running. Um, wow. Yeah, wow. So I must have done some serious running. So yeah, I was uh, I was up every morning at six, running around Regent's Park. I did that hit session thing. Blimey. Oh, yeah. They're hard work. Yeah. They are, aren't they? Yeah, that's why I don't do them. <laughs> I'd imagine if you do, well, we'll get onto this in our feature, but I'd imagine if you keep up with them, they could be very rewarding, but if you just do them as a one-off thing, yes, they're bloody hard work. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> so no, I've been doing a, a run. Well, we're recording this on a Tuesday to fit in with your holidays, but um, yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, so I ran I was at, driving back to the airport. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I ran at the club. Um, yeah, we did a little run through Clayton. Um, yeah, so no, I've just, yeah, it's been. Um, yeah, as you were, really. But yeah, a lot more running. Nearly got up to 30 miles for the week. So that's a brilliant week for me. Excellent. What have we got on this week, mate? Well, you were going to tell me about the Lee Calf Marathon. You were there, weren't you? Yes. Actually, I'm not going to tell you about it. We've got a review from one of our competition winners, Pete Morgan. So he's going to tell you all about it. All right. So what else we got? Um, we well, we've got his news, we've got the reviews, we've got results, we've got a feature this week's feature. Um, for those of the, that listen to the podcast and just fast forward to the feature, is all about cross training. Uh, all ah, right, okay, yeah, so but we'll explain what cross training is later. Uh, then we've got a Facebook question, we've got the fixtures, and we've got our usual competition. So, do you want to crack on? Yeah, let's get on with it. Okay, right. You're driving this week, Gareth. So what have we got in this week's news? Well, we got the the Birchwood uh, 10K County results. And it was quite a good um, 
race for Staffordshire because they won both the ladies and the men's titles. Ah, uh, right up at Birchwood, yeah. Yeah. John John Danahy put the team together and we didn't get picked, did we? No, no, it wasn't a lucky dip. He, he picked some good runners. Um, <laughs> he did, yeah. Yeah. So, so, well done to all of them. I think there's is it six that get picked and then I think four count. So, well done to both the ladies and the men's team that um, obviously competed well and represented the county of Staffordshire well. Well done, guys. Um, also, what else we got? also yeah. in the news, we have, um, well, it was the latest race in the uh, North Staff Roadrunners League, which was the League Half Marathon. So, the the tables have been updated. Now, before you start, because I can't help you with these, as I've got no notes with me, um, we are now on race 15, which means, obviously, it starts to become a little bit interesting because a lot of people are now finishing the 12 races. So they'll be chopping and changing now over the next few uh, races. So I think it's going to be good for us to keep everybody updated with what's going on. So where are we at at the moment, mate? Well, we're at, we're, we'll, we'll start with group, uh, group A. Um, I haven't been very active in Group A this year. Um, Daniel Saltis, uh, well, he's, he's leading for Group A. For Group B, it's James Simpson. For Group C, it's Michael Dobson. For Group D, it's Ian Wood. For Group E, it's Russell Williams. For Group F, it's Rick, uh, Jason Barnett. And for Group G, it's David Hebb. So they're all leading the front at the moment with five races to go. So and, yeah, and for the ladies, we've got Gillian uh, for Group L. We've got Gillian Russo we, for Group M. We've got Chris Skellen. Yeah, Skellen. We got yes, Chris. Yep. Yeah, Chris. Chris Skellen. Sorry, gotta put my teeth in. For Group W, we've got Ali Jackson Hedges, and for Group X, we've got. Sarah Jackson Hedges. So, um, yeah, what's the next race coming up? Um, the next race we've got Ipstones. Ipstones, I believe, is one of them. If not, it will be St. Thomas. Yeah. That's... Um, but it, Ali came up to me at the league half. Can you remember we were talking about ultras at the Derby Runner the other day? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, she came up to me and showed me her ultras, and they do exist. All right. And she says that they've got wide wide toe boxes which is why she loves them so you know like the area around the front of your toes they're really nice and wide ah, so they're trainers yeah, they are actually she showed them to me they are really nice and wide imagine a flipper that's what they'll <laughs> like of it uh, so they're like a big flipper but rounded ends um, but yeah they look they look comfortable and obviously they suit some people so yeah ultras they're the way forward for big fitted people sorry alan <laughs> Well, some people do like that type of shoe, so you know, um, some people yeah. like a narrow one. So, go to your local running shop and try them all on, kids. Yeah, and that's your news brought to you by Runsack, Staffordshire, and Cheshire. Last week's results. So, Gareth, what have we got in the results section? Well, uh, we've got the Dave Clark 5, which was on Thursday, the 15th. And it was won by Michael Harding of Stoke AC in 1727. And Katie Latham uh, for South Cheshire in 2026. Um, you're gonna, you, you've got me doing entire results. Um, I know, yeah. I'm just sitting down. We've got my feet up. Oh, no. 
taking the Gareth Copley role in all this. Um, <laughs> on the Saturday, it was the time to run 24-hour Northwest. Uh, he was one for the boys. Well, he was second overall. Is that right? Yeah, go on, carry he on. Was... It'll all become clear. All oh, right, okay. Uh, <laughs> by Craig Mitchley, and he did 39 laps. 30 laps. 30, is that my mistake? Sorry. 30, yeah, 39 is impressive. Um, <laughs> well, I don't know what, what, what's a lap? What would be... Well, right, okay. I've, I've done a bit of digging on this race. It was a 5K, not a lap. It was one and a half K, uh, sorry, two and a half K out, two and a half K back. So it's an out and back 5K. I, I don't know where they got that idea from. Um, but you had to do as many as you could in 24 hours. That sounds horrendous. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but I know that um, a couple of local people, Jane Holt and Charles Larson, did it. Um, and they said that it was great fun. Yeah. yeah so, they're certainly masochists. <laughs> um, for the girls uh, in, in the time to run 24 hour, Natalie Reese won for uh, Cheshire Roadrunners, and she was uh, she was first overall at thirty minutes ahead. Yeah, there you go. So that's why it's become clear uh, the ladies beat the men on that one. Good on them. Yeah. Um, Next on Sunday there was the Birchwood Ten K, which we had a little bit of news on that already, but uh, it was won by Nigel Martin of Sale Harriers in thirty thirty. And that's a time and a half, Harris, isn't it? I know. I remember when he used to play in goal for Leeds United, so he's really kicked on. <laughs> yeah, and in the ladies. <laughs> in the ladies, it was Eleanor Jones uh, for Liverpool, Pembroke and Sefton, uh, and she ran it in 36-39. And Brilliant. Also on Sunday. On Sunday, was it? You see, I've spotted some in your show notes, the Lee Calf. Is that, so, yeah. is that on a Sunday? Yeah, it was on Sunday, yeah, early half. That's where I was. All right, okay. I'll believe you. Right, so also on a Sunday, <laughs> I'm trying to find a fault in the results. <laughs> on Sunday, the league half, um, Nick Tideland won for uh, Sale Harriers in one hour 2020. Now, that is quick for like for the league half. Um, oh, yeah, too rough. You know, we were on about this last night, so... Whatever your pace is over a half marathon, put 20, 15, 20 seconds on a minute mile. You know, that's that's how quick it is. Um, and Michelle Buckle won for the girls in uh, one hour 38, 38. Yeah. She's keeping it nice and round. And she's she's quite a one for, um, you know, getting a, what, what do they call it, OCD. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's your fix, uh, your results. Keep an eye out for the fixtures later in the show. Right, in this week's review, we have had a cracker from Pete Morgan, who runs for Newcastle. He won the competition um, to for a free place to leak off. So he's kindly done us a review. So crack on, Pete. It was with some nerves I took to the start line for the leak half marathon. I've not been training for a half marathon, let alone the league half, but thanks to last week's run sack competition, this is where I found myself. I've never run this race before. It's one of those races I've heard talked about by many runners over the years. The comments are generally great views with lots of hills, and once you've done the league half, all the other half marathons are easier. I can absolutely agree with both statements. 
Uh, Brough Park is a really nice starting location for the race. Uh, aside from the easy parking and the well-organised race HQ set up at the Les Centre, it offered a nice green spacious area to warm up in. I'd set myself a soft gold time of about two hours for this race. Feeling undertrained and wary of the hills to come, I was happy to accept finishing even slower. Soon enough, we all lined up ready for the race. There was a word of warning about a puddle at the 8.5 mile mark, which got a laugh and some jokey comments. Then we were off. I set about getting myself some space early on, as the race starts with a great downhill, and all thoughts of having to run up it at the end were being firmly pushed to the back of my mind. The downhill joy was short-lived, as the first climb came soon after. I put my sensible head back on and settled into a steadier pace. This type of route I describe as a lollipop. There's an out-and-back stick with a roundish loop bit on top. The end of the stick is about 5 kilometres in, which also happens to be a convenient location for a water station to be placed. A good side crowd had gathered at Mearbrook to cheer people on, which was greatly appreciated. The route then takes us over the bridge at Titusworth Reservoir, which rewarded us with some lovely scenery. The next climb up to the Three Horseshoes Inn seemed relatively tough, but it was only a warm-up for what was to come soon after. The climb at Uphume gets my vote as the toughest part of the course. Knowing that the climb would continue for quite some time, I relented to a couple of short walking breaks. This tough section lasts about two kilometres, and once it's over, there's still another two and a half kilometre climb to go over the roaches. This last stretch up to the roaches, however, was my favourite part of the run. The gradual climb felt relatively easy. The views were stunning, and I made sure I took the time to enjoy them. The scenery gave me a great lift, and by the time we finally turned left away from the roaches, I was feeling the freshest I'd felt all race. Now, I love a downhill. Downhill is my favourite sort of hill but the next two kilometres of downhill was brutal. The descent is so incredibly steep that it's leg zapping, and by the end of it, I felt like I'd just climbed up another tough hill. We then hit the so-called puddle, which turned out to be more like a small lake in the road. I chose my route through poorly and was rewarded by two very soaked feet. This did help give my feet a much-needed wake-up call, though. Soon enough, I could hear the Mearbrook crowds again, still out offering their great support. Their cheers, the final water station, and the knowledge that I'm starting the final leg of the course helped give me a much-needed boost. As the 10-mile sign came up, I thought, only a park run to go. Soon into the journey back to the finish area, there's a steady one-kilometre climb, the last major climb of the course. By now, though, I'm a pro at steadily jogging up hills, and this one won't beat me, not when I'm so close to the end. At the 11-mile mark, the hill is done, and mostly downhill to the finish. These last two miles were far from easy, though. My legs were worn out from this tough course, and it takes extra mental strength to keep going at a good pace. There's, of course, one final challenge to overcome. The sport builds once more as I reach the final 400 metres of hill climb between me and the finish line. I started in the same steady manner and offer some support to a fellow runner who's struggling up the hill. Halfway up, I can see the top, and I dig in and push harder. Reaching the gate at the top, I can see the finish clock now, and the crowds of supporters urge me on to a strong finish. I really surprised myself with my time of 1.54.35. It's so much better than I expected. Maybe I'm a bit fitter than I thought, but really it's a reminder that we're all capable of more than we think we are. If you've not run the Lee Calf before, I can thoroughly recommend it. The views over the roaches are great, and there's plenty of nice scenery all along the route. Yes, it's a tough course, it'll really test you, but overcoming those tests is a great feeling. I've run a few half marathons in my time, and none have been quite like this. But now I can say proudly, not just that I've run half marathons, but that I've completed the Leak Half Marathon. In this week's feature, we're going to talk a little bit about cross-training. 
So, come on, Gareth, tell us what is cross-training and lighten us all. Well, cross-training is as simple as saying it's doing fitness or some sort of activity, which is not running. So, if you're a runner... Oh, oh, oh. Wow. Have we got fireworks for the feature? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Welcome to this week's feature. Um, (laughs) Yeah, so cross-training. So, basically, if you're a runner... All the time, you're using the same muscles all the time. And your your legs and arms are all going in the same place. And, and eventually, you just adapt to it. So it's recommended that once a week, you cross-train. So that can be anything. That can be... What can it be, Andy? Swimming. Swimming. Cycling. Cycling. Uh, Circuit sessions. Yoga. Um, walking, weights. Um... I don't know. You could can you tell me something else. You could play football. You know, Playing football? yeah, anything different. Yeah. Anything where you you know you're doing a bit of exercise for half an hour to an hour, um, and it's just using your muscles in, in you know using different muscles. So, for example, last week I did a hit session and it nearly killed me, and the exercises <laughs> at the time didn't feel that difficult because it was all. Um, it's like a circuit train hit session, but it's just what the trendy people call it now. But it's. Yeah, so it's just burpees, uh, running up and down on the spot. A thing called the the Malcolm, where you run, lie on your belly, run again, lie on your belly, run, oh. lie on your belly. Yeah. Uh, so you like permanently getting up. So you're permanently getting up. Um, yeah. Yeah. It, stuff. Uh, what else we were doing? Like jumping as high as you can, like maximum uh, height jumps, stuff like that that you do on a cross training thing. Um, not cross training. This is cross training what you do on a circuit training so yeah you're using different muscles the next morning i was in agony because I, <laughs> yeah. as runners we don't do enough strength and conditioning I, I was told on my running coaching course that if you know if you've got time to run three times or four times a week you know try and make that fourth run cross training or strength and conditioning or something like that because you'll get much more benefits out of that than you would do going for yet another run so i agree yeah yeah actually today you know i've been for a 21 mile bike ride and then i've swam a mile so it's like i knew that we were going to be doing this feature yeah (laughs) and and, and another benefit from cross training is obviously running you're banging your you know your joints on the ground all the time um And if you go some, if you do something like swimming, yoga, uh, cycling, it's not that intensity. So you're still getting something out. You're keeping them fitness levels yeah. going. You, but letting your joints recover. You're letting your joints recover. Or yeah, exactly. those joints that are, you know, used for running. So mm-hmm. there's loads of, um, yeah, there's loads of benefits to cross training and give it a go because it will actually drop a run, do a cross, you know, do a bit of cross training and it will it will benefit your running. So, how much can cross training cost? Well, it can cost nothing, really, can't it? Really, um, yeah. If you've got a bike, you know, it, you can go, you can go to the this local swimming pool, the council run swimming pool. I think the chat, you don't have to be a member. I think they charge about four four pound fifty or something. She use the swimming pool. You know, you can. I've I've got quite a posh gym down the road, from me, and you can do their yoga classes for six quid. You know, so. It can cost as much as you want. You could join the gym, and you know you might get you might get into it all. But a lot of us runners don't really like gyms, so you know just pay and play. 
Do you, do you know what the craze is in Spain? They love an outdoor gym. And I think they've got a couple, actually, now around um, Staffordshire, at least. I'm not, I'm not sure about Cheshire, but I know there's one at Bathpool Park in Kidsgrove. And I think there's one at Lime Valley Park. You know where you, you've got the little pieces of equipment dotted around the park and you can go and do them? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, and then obviously that's free cross-training. You can even do that whilst you're doing a run. Yeah. Um, well, this, this thing I did on Friday... Um, we didn't use any equipment as such. Um, we just, you know, it was all body weight and, you know, and it was lunges and jumps and a uh, bit of running and stuff like that. But he was just using stuff in a different way. So, um, yeah. It, so, yeah, it can cost as much as you want it to cost, basically. But it's just, just do something different and yeah. see what you get use out of you, Use your different muscles. And to be honest, I, th- I think a lot of the... Um, a lot of the strength from running is, comes from the core, doesn't it? When, you, when you're running, you're not actually, you know, strengthening your legs as such. Well, you are to a degree, but if you do some proper squats and, and you know, and build those glutes and hamstrings up and things like that, yes, it will make, because those are stronger, so you can, you know, mm. push on a bit. So, yeah, give it, give, so it, where, give it a go. Where could people find out more information if they wanted to um, look more into cross-training? Well, you've sort of got to decide what type of cross training you want to do. Um, yeah, you know. So, but yeah, it literally is any other type of fitness that's not running. So, if you want to, if you want to swim, go to the local swimming pool. If you want to cycle, go in that garage and find that bike. Um, you know, uh, <laughs> there's, there's... See, I'm the opposite. I'll go in my garage and I can't not find a bike. Oh God, it's just accumulating. I've got more than Halfords. Um, yoga is a brilliant one because I, I, I swear by yoga and I haven't done it in a few weeks but um, it, it's like we all want to stretch after a run but we all also want a cup of tea after a run and sometimes the cup of tea goes oh sorry I just had my cup of tea and you forget to stretch but yoga you go there and it is it, you're just stretching for an hour and you ha- you're forced to do it so you get the benefit of the stretching but then they do a lot of poses that strengthen your legs as well. And it looks easy when you're watching them. You bloody try doing it. It's tough yoga. It's really hard work. Yeah, I, I can't do it. I've tried it a couple of times and it's like a right idiot. But no, it's good. Any sort of any sort of them sort of fitness classes, Pilates, or oh, they've all got fancy names, aren't they? But, you know, loads of community centres do them. You mean pilots? Pilots, yeah. Yeah, all right, yeah, I understand what you mean. But, you know, stuff <laughs> like, um, you know... It, these keep fit classes it's all body weight so you know whatever your you know whatever your body weight is you know you're going to be you know using it so you're going to you're going to get loads out of it so loads of community centers schools gyms there's loads to go at and just find one that you enjoy try loads you know um and find something you enjoy yeah and if you are struggling come and have a word with me or gareth get in touch with us, send us an email, a message um, or something on Facebook and we'll gladly try and point you in the right direction. We're no experts, but we'll try and help you. Mm. And um, I, I, being the resident Yorkshireman, you know, I, I can tell you what's cheap. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've quite enjoyed that. I'll try and keep up my um, additional cross training during the two weeks that I'm here. Um and probably end up doing no running, like I haven't today. Yeah, don't forget to do the running. 
Yeah, yeah. No, the running <laughs> is why you're here. But we're just trying to find stuff to improve your running. And and yeah, it will improve your running. So don't forget your running. Right. And this week's Facebook question. Um it's very belated, I do apologise. But it was, what are your next three races? So what have we got, Gareth? Well, you, you say uh, very belated, but people actually did get in. Yeah, we've got 25 comments on Facebook, so people were very <laughs> desperate to tell us their next uh, three races. Um, so Ian Crawley, uh, he says, St. Thomas 7, uh, the Congleton Half, he likes the like the great sight of Jodrell Bank on the Warrington 10K. And he signed up for the South Cheshire 20 um, as well, but he's not sure if he's going to do it. But he might be convinced if someone can offer him a lift. Um, In other words, he's going out for a drink the night before. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's <laughs> yeah. I can't drive, but if someone will drive me, I'll do it. What else we got? Um, we got John Munson Davis. He's doing the Upstones Five, the Saint Thomas Seven, and then he flies out to Canada on his honeymoon. And he's oh nice, yeah. And when he lands, and he's off to Scarborough, which I assume that's Scarborough in Canada rather than the one on the East Riviera of Yorkshire. Um, and there's a ten k ten k ten k race there. So that's oh, nice. you can't beat a holiday race. Oh no, I've, yeah, I've only done one once. Um, and it was looked at disapprovingly. Um, <laughs> Pete Morgan, he says he's got nothing booked yet, but probably the Warrington 10K and the Newcastle Dales Dash. Ben Bewley has uh, said the Chelsea Burley 5, uh, uh, which is very hilly, the Ipstone 5, which is very hilly, and the, the, the Nantwich Triathlon, which is very flat, he hopes. And Knowing Ben, they'll probably all be in the same weekend. Uh, <laughs> Robert, these are quite good, aren't they? I'm enjoying these. Yeah, and what's next? He's got there's a like there's a running theme that people are obviously in the Roadrunners League. Robert, <laughs> he's, uh, he's doing the tough mudder Chamodley, uh, the Stafford 10k in the Manchester Half. Uh, Lee Greg, Great Rex says the uh, Colson uh, 10. The Stafford 10K and the Cheston Marathon. Uh, Glenn Patterson says the PSUK 10 Miler, the Great North Run, and the Mallorca Half. Nice. Ah. Yeah, they're getting a bit more exotic now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Ipstones Five, <laughs> um, the, the uh, St. Thomas Seven, and then the Berlin Half, uh, the Berlin Full Marathon. So that's, oh, God. Oh, Berlin. Oh, right. Berlin, yeah. That's, oh, wow. Okay. Um, yeah. Sean Lewis says the uh, Silverstone 10, the Warrington 10. I might be Warrington. I don't know. Warrington might have a 10 miler as well. Uh, (laughs) And then the Bilbao half. Oh, these are getting good. Yeah. We're going to have to up our game, must we? Kirsten (laughs) Owen says the Great North Run, the Northwest Triathlon, and the Bilbao half as well. Um, Melanie Bath says the Chelsea Burley 5. The um, Lake Verde half and the Guardians of C O R D R C Marathon. What's that? I don't know what that is. I haven't got a clue. No. 
Sounds Come on, somebody tell us. Sounds good. Uh, Paul Jones, he's doing the Langdale half, which I assume is around my street for a few laps. Uh, <laughs> Matt... No, only half of your street. <laughs> Mad Jacks and Escape from, from Meridian. That's an horrible one, that one. That's what... Did you do that one last year? I did, yeah. 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 I think I did about 75 miles. Uh, the Chris Hardman said the uh, Gridstone Grind. The Snowdonian Ultra 50 and the Dark Peach Trail Marathon. Gosh, Drew. Uh, Chris, uh, Tim Cliff, he says the um, Alvary Trail Race uh, 15K, the Tatton Half and the Conway Half. I want to do I, I've never done the Conway Half. I really want to do it one year. The Greg Wolf says the Chester Half, the Macclesfield 10K, and then the Manchester half. They're not quite as glamorous anymore, are they? <laughs> well, Gareth Jones has gone for the Scottish half, the Chester Marathon, and then possibly the Flying Fox 10. I, I like the Flying Fox 10. I think that's one of my favourites. Steve McCann says uh, the uh, St. Thomas 7, the Warrington 10, and then the Flying Fox 10. And William the Bruce says the Sandbatch 10, the Rugeley 10, and the Scots Dirty Dozen at Canic Chase. Oh, yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. yeah, and that's them all. So we just need your three now, mate. Uh, well, I am hopefully doing a race here. I've right. still got to convince the wife. I'll do that out to be a shot. Um, and then I am at Chester Marathon. And then, oh, I don't know. I'll be timing. When I'm not timing, I'll try and get myself to another one. How about you, mate? Uh, what have I got? I've, I've got the um, Congleton half. I've signed up for that already. Uh, the Temple Newsome 10, which entries open soon for that. Uh, that's at the beginning of January. That's in Leeds. It's the, yeah. it's the best race I do. And uh, the Manchester Marathon or the Cody Brennan Marathon. I can't remember which one comes first. But, oh, all right. Okay. But I'll probably get some else in before him. But those are the ones I've signed up for. So Great stuff. So, thank you, everyone, for all your... Uh, comments yeah that's, yeah that's... so what have we got next week mate we've got another question um and what is next week's question oh one of yours here it is what can be improved about the local running scene so yes what what do you know if you could change one thing about the local running scene um you know let us know and don't your answers please don't say everything's brilliant because we know everything's brilliant. <laughs> but please give some suggestions and don't use it as an excuse to praise people because we do enough praising on the show. Let's let's come up with some great ideas about, you know, what Andy Vickerman's next project can be. Great stuff. I can't wait. Have you got any ideas yet? Um I don't know. I'll have a think. I'll have a think. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get thinking. We'll put the question on over the weekend. Okay, it's time for your friendly fixture service. So, what have we got, Gareth? Well, I've got all the fixtures, because uh, I'm the one with yeah. the notes. And, yeah, we've got quite a few. We've got, on the 21st of August, we've got the Ellesmere Park um, 5K. On the same day, we've got the Food Bank 5K Race 3 at Bram Hall in Cheshire. Um, on the 22nd, we've got the Chelsea Burley 
uh, Summer 5, which is the same route as the Silverdale Dash, if anyone remembers that. So that's uh, all in a good course. So give that one a go. On the 26th, we've got the Roosleaf 10K. On the 29th, we've got the Mid Cheshire 5K. Um, and then we're in September. On the 1st of September, we've got the Gridstone Grind Ultra. Uh, yeah, good one. It sounds a long one and sounds it's quite hilly. That is, yeah. You know, it's hilly when the smallest hill and it's Malkoff. Jeez, yeah. <laughs> but for those that like flatter races, uh, also on the same day, we've got the Chester uh, Cheshire Half. That's at Cape Stone Hall, and also on that day, it's not quite as flat as uh, Cheshire, but it's probably not as hilly as Gridstone Grind. Is the South Cheshire Twenty, um, and this, I love that race. I did. I've done it a few times. I, it was one of my first races. I did in Staffordshire. Well, it's in Cheshire, isn't it? But um, yeah, when I, we first moved to Staffordshire, I've done it about three or four times. It is a good race. Uh, it's not on the North Staff's main list for the first time in ages this time. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of places still available for it. Uh, so yeah, get that entered. It is a lovely race. Yeah. Uh, I'll hopefully see you at some of them there, won't we, Gareth? Well, you might. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's the most important time of the week. It's competition time. Right. Um, let's start with the competition for Mick Hall's free Salford 10k place. Um the only people who actually shared it were companies or organisations or groups. So I am going to give it to the Whammy Park Run. Um, so I think somebody from the Whammy Park Run needs to put themselves forward and they will get a free place to the Salford 10k. Uh, just be on a first come first serve basis, so get in touch. Um, right, the competition last week was for a place to the Ipstones 5. And the winner for that is Ben Bewley. Get your details over to us and we will get you entered, Ben. Next week, we are going to give a competition place for the Sandbatch 10K, I think. So um, what I want you to do is to get in touch, either spread some news to us, um, give us a review or tell us anything that you think is important on the running scene and we'll do our best to get it shared. The winner will be announced on next week's podcast. So, good luck. Well, that's about it for this week, mate. Been another good one? Another one we got through it, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. You managed to catch your land train and stuff like that. You, people have no idea what goes on during the recording of this podcast. <laughs> what are you up to this week, then? This week, uh, I'm down the club on when, uh, Wednesday. Um, it's it's the I do my coaching on a Wednesday, um, but it's also it's the best night of the month at the club uh, if you're going to come for a club run because it's Ken's Chippy Tea Run. So. Oh. I'll be there. <laughs> yeah, you have to fly back. But basically, you, you bring a pound. This is what's great about running clubs. And there's a few clubs that do something similar. Uh, but we all bring a pound. We all give it to Ken. And whilst we go off and do his run, 
Ken goes down the fish and chip shop and buys a load of chips and he brings them all back and they're all piping hot for when we get back and we all sit down and have chip butties and have a good old chinwag. So we do that once a month. Ken sorts it all out. It's, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's brilliant. So I'm doing that. Um, and then I'm in Leeds, uh, back in my own haunt. Uh, I'll try and do a bit of running in Leeds. Cricket, is that? Yeah, a bit more cricket in Leeds. Oh, all right, okay. Um, so yeah, I'll be running along the canal like I used to when I first st- first started out running. I was my main running was along the canal in Leeds, so I'll be back along the canal. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I might try and do a Leeds park run, but I'm you know it's it's about a ten percent chance of doing it, but the the percent chance is there. So. It's one of the originals as well, isn't it, Leeds? Woodhouse Moor, yeah, it was the first yeah. one outside of London. Yeah. yeah, and the mm. interesting thing about parkrun this week, and you should know this being uh, the event director at the Whammy this week, we could potentially have our four thousandth runner. Yeah, that's a bit mad. All in one week. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's it's a bit, you know, four thousand people have run the Whammy in a year that and a half. Good, you know, it's something to be proud of. It's impressive. It's impressive. Um, yeah, so no, that's that, that's what I'm up to, yeah. So I'm in the cricket sounds, really. Great stuff. What are you up to, mate? You're going to be running around sunny Spain, I guess. Yeah, um, I'm going to try and continue to run every day, as well as doing biking and swimming. This Saturday, I've got a bit of a dilemma. There's uh, some mountains behind our house, and there's a, a group called Trail Pulpy, and they are, um, they are hosting a free trail running session at night so you get your head torch and go over the mountains or the alternative is i can go into the nearby city and they've got a a circuit 5k where it goes on all night and there's different races depending on your um, quality basically so i'll be quite early on (laughs) (laughs) Um, so yeah i've got a dilemma to whether to do that and then yep just continuing to sun myself and eat healthy food as much as i can um, and then I'll be speaking to you again next week before we know it. Crikey, some people's holidays, eh? <laughs> yes, no, Monday, Monday does roll around quick. Um, yeah, so should we uh, sign off on that and say uh, keep run sacking, run sackers? Yeah. Thank you all for your input and we'll see you next week. See you next week. Don't forget to share the podcast. I'm, I'm living the life here. I'm sat in a bus stop holding two dolls and a car just crashed behind them to me. <laughs>